Welcome to the Sem Scoop. I am your host, Matt Bafano, and I'm excited to bring you episode 18 of this podcast, where guests and I discuss what is happening at Wyoming Seminary. Today's guest is Coach Raphael Cooper, who led, and I'm trying not to live too much in the moment or overstate it, but he led one of the most successful teams in school history this past fall. Coach Cooper led the Wyoming Seminary girls tennis team to an undefeated regular season, so they won the league, and then they went undefeated through the district playoffs, so they won the district, and then they capped it all off with a state championship, the PIAA Class 2A Girls Tennis Team Championship. This interview is your chance to relive it all up close and personal, to get to know more about this team and learn about the players on it and those couple of historic days that it's spent in October at Hershey Racquet Club. And before we get into the interview, please remember to subscribe to the Sem Scoop wherever you are listening. If you are on Apple Podcasts and you like what you're hearing, the best way to show that is by leaving a five-star rating and review if you think we deserve it. So please consider taking time to leave that rating and review That sort of feedback is sincerely appreciated. Now, let's start the show. Thank you to Coach Raphael Cooper for joining me, and thank you for listening. All right, Coach Raphael Cooper, thanks for joining me here on the SEM Scoop. First off, it is Monday, November 1st when we're recording, so you've had about a day and a half to let the state championship uh, sink in. Just how are you feeling today? I'll be honest with you. Reality set in because I had to go back to work. Um, but uh, Sunday, Sunday felt like cloud nine. Thinking about uh, the whole road there, the entire weekend was was quite arduous. It was it was long. It was hard fought. But I'll tell you what. I think we all had a great time. I think we had a great time just in each other's company. And I think the fact that you know you're, you're together for forty eight hours. You kind of saw a different side. You saw some different camaraderie. I always tell the team, a lot of times people talk about team bonding. Hey, we got to do things for team bonding. And I say, you know, the truth is bonding comes naturally. It comes naturally. And uh, with this team, you know, we didn't have any special outings or anything except for going to state college mid-year, which I feel brought us together. But over this weekend, I think everybody did not play for themselves. They truly played for the team. And at different points when everything was on the line, I think everybody was, was not just playing for their own glory, but they were playing for each other. And it wasn't just a beautiful moment to, you know, hoist that trophy up, but everything, the whole, the whole story, it was incredible. I like reminiscing about it, even though it was just yesterday, but but there was so much, there's so much uh, that happened these past two days. And it was just, you know, a culmination of, of a whole season. And that is what the podcast is here for, to kind of document this uh, whole season uh, while it's still fresh in everyone's head. So before we get into the state championship, before we get into the state tournament, let's talk a little bit about what led up to this. Um, looking back on the regular season, Wyoming Seminary went undefeated, and 
like you mentioned, there was a three to two win against State College in State College. So that was a nice little bus trip for you guys. And maybe we'll talk about that in a minute. But talking about the league schedule specifically, you go 12 and 0, I think. You weren't tested too often. But like, how did you view the regular season? How did you try to keep the girls' heads on straight when? you were beating up on opponents, you know, with not having to use full max effort. Well, that, that it was the off season, actually, if you think about it, because um, I'm going to, you know, attribute this to, you know, our athletic directors and the athletic department Um, in the off season. I'll tell you the truth. I was in Columbia with my wife and, and my daughter enjoying time. And I said, can we schedule out of conference? I said, we need to see, you know, some different looks from some AAA teams that were proven within the state tournament. And they said, by all means, go do it. I was kind of uh, on the phones, uh, on the internet, and uh, State College agreed to play us. Southern Lehigh, uh, another powerhouse uh, from District 11, agreed to play us. Uh, we never got that one in uh, because of rain. Uh, but the state college uh, programming that uh, definitely helped. And so our girls knew strategically the way it was within the season. I, I could tell you right now, state college was on the 10th of September. And I want to say Southern Lehigh was the 23rd. And so the whole point was, okay, let's say we're undefeated. Let's go play state college. And, you know, that was the litmus test. Let's see how good we are. And I felt, okay, if, if we lose that, great. We'll learn from that, and then we'll see on the next test, you know, against Southern Lehigh, you know, if we learned or uh, if we got better. So, you know, we open up our first match against Dallas, and that's a 4-1 score. And, um, you know, we started looking at that, and we're like, okay, let's make some more adjustments in in doubles. Uh, Our practices went different. And then then we had a couple more, and we went 6-0, and we weren't really challenged this year. Um, I mean, we definitely can be next year, but uh, we weren't really challenged up to that point, but we knew we had that test coming. So um, the girls were practicing hard knowing we have that other level of competition. And, and, and I think that that was basically, you know, our mindset. That was some great foresight to think about scheduling your state colleges and Southern Lehigh's. If you look at the field hockey schedule, and of course, Karen Klassner is the field hockey coach and the athletic director. They scheduled teams all along the East Coast, the best teams in in the country, really. And so it makes sense because Sem field hockey has won seven state championships, I think. Sem girls tennis, a really good District 2 program, but you know hasn't had that type of success outside of the district. So where did the confidence come from that you think that your girls could play up to that level? Because obviously they did, but you know, months ago, what did you see in this team that made you think they could play with those teams? Well, it's also scouting and knowing even your own team. So, you know, last year, Ella Kripal's a sophomore. She's playing at one last year and she's a pretty darn good player. Silver medalist last year. and then. I know we have Alana Rosenthal coming in as a ninth grader. I know she won the Little Mo's tournament. Um, I know that um, we had Victoria Martinez coming in, who's a very seasoned player. And I said to myself, all right, we're going to, we got Margaret Mahalik, 
who has a lot of experience, Dominica DeLeo, a four-year starter. So I said, we've got that nucleus. And Bridget Dowd, Vicky Smolowitz had played second doubles, had great chemistry. So I say, we got a lot of returning girls. Let's see how good we are. And it wasn't so much me this year saying that we are that good, but I'll tell you the truth. I, I said, let's see what that other level is so we can become that good. I'll be honest with you, I was willing to lose <laughs> to get the program better because I didn't really want us living a lie. You know, um, I have the utmost respect for District 2, but we saw how things went and we saw how this year um, there'd be a lot of new blood within the teams. And it's not that it was weaker, it was just a, a very young conference. And so I knew that that test might not happen, but we had the girls and we had to get better. And it wasn't so much, hey, even get ready for, you know, the state talent. <laughs> Within our own district, we had to worry about Riverside in the north and Scranton Prep in the north. And this whole run doesn't happen if we don't beat Riverside, who honestly, maybe they're making a state run right now as we speak. Uh, I mean, look at look at Riverside. They've got themselves the state champion uh, from 2019 who's going to be going uh, back there to defend. They've got doubles team going, and we beat that team. And we beat them 3-2, thank God. And then we took care of Prep, another very strong team. But if we didn't schedule out of conference, I don't even know if we can get by there because we we had to have that test. Riverside Prep. They, they were, you know, battling each other up there with Abington in their conference, too. So they got tested. If we didn't get tested by State College, you know, and I said it to so many people, that was where we, we found out how good we are. And even that match, Margaret Mahalik ended up playing at three and ended up pulling that out. So if Victoria Martinez doesn't move up to three, we're saying, hey, we're, we're building confidence. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens. All right. And remind me, this the Riverside State Champion that you're referencing, Carissa Gigiarelli, I think is her name. Yes. Her and Rosenthal, they did play uh, in teams, right? And how did that match go? Well, here's the thing about Alana. Alana just keeps getting better and better. And right now, I'm telling you, I'm just going to say this right now. She's the hottest player in the state. Yeah, of course she's my player. But that kid the gauntlet she just ran through. I'm telling you, she's the hottest player in the state. But what, what I would say is we played them in team and I couldn't tell you the score. I want to say maybe six, one, six, one, when she went against Gigarelli. And then she played her in the, um, the district final of singles. And that was like a six, three, maybe six, one, but she was given Carissa all that she could handle. Nobody took more than a game off of uh, Carissa this year. But Alana keeps getting better and better. And if we saw the level that we saw down there uh, this past weekend, I'm telling you, right now, if Alana was in that tournament, right now, oof, she'd be hard to beat. And you've got three more years with Alana Rosenthal, so that'll be pretty fun. Yes, um, yes. So talking a little bit about those singles players that really lifted you to the state championship victory. And of course the doubles teams, everybody on the bench played huge factors, but tell us a little bit more about the three singles players that got those wins at States, what kind of players they are and how they performed when it was crunch time there. 
Well, um, it's very interesting because you, you had Alana who was just playing lights out. She was playing lights out, period, uh, the, the whole tournament. She really is a person uh, and a player don't have to worry too much about. Uh, the, the fact of the matter that she takes care of business allows me to look at other courts and kind of diagnose what's going on. So Alana, as a freshman, to have such a constant there, that's a beautiful thing. And then we have Victoria Martinez, who, you know, fulfilled her role at three. She was key. She was the, the, the missing link in beating Riverside. That's what she was. We don't get to this point if she doesn't do that. So at one and three, that's what we have going on. And then we had Ella. And Ella playing at two during this tournament was in a slump. And she knew it. She knew she was in a slump. Alana was constant. Victoria got us to, you know, states. But it was Ella who pulled out that win in the state final who did it for us. So when I say everybody got a piece of the pie, uh, the, the singles players, I couldn't have been happier for Ella. And also seeing her family there and, and them supporting. And, and they just kept supporting her. And they were just hoping that she could get it going. And, and she was in a battle. She was in a battle. You know, we're looking at three twos, four threes. Then she wins the set. And um, I remember after the set, and, and she'll probably confirm it. I walked up to her and, you know, she's sweating because she's given everything. And I said, I want you to remember who you are. You are the freshman. Uh, you were as a freshman. You were the player of the year uh, in our division. I said, you are a darn good player. <laughs> and I said, this is your time. I said, it's your time now to prove it and show everybody what you are and what has been within you. And, you know, with a kid who's so skilled as she is, all she needed was maybe a little confidence, but the confidence was rolling. It was starting to roll. And uh, then she got herself in a battle there and ends up winning it. And when that happened, uh, we had already won three. We had already won. Ella wins it at two. So they had won second doubles. And I saw our first doubles out there and Alana. And I started thinking, wow, we, we might win states. So you're up <laughs> two to one at this point. And for people who've never been to a high school tennis match, it's kind of chaotic because everything is happening at once and you're trying to keep tabs on all of it where you think it like, yeah, just take me inside what you were thinking at that point. Well, so at that point, you know, I'm, I'm at the, the Hershey racket club and, you know, our parents are supporting our kids like crazy, you know, so Wickley, they have their parents supporting theirs. You know, there's even some touchy moments at points which, I mean, it's not a sports competition unless you have some tension. And uh, everybody's passionately going for their kids and their team. And let's just look at the bracket. So Wickley ran through all of state competition, 5-0, 5-0, 5-0. You know, I can't speak for them, but I, I mean, there had to have been a point where I think they might be, you know, in that tight battle, never been in a tight battle and start feel those wheels coming off. 
And all of us, our team, the whole day, were loose. We were loose. And we've been in some tight ones. We were in a 3-2 versus Riverside. We were in a 3-2 versus Moravian. We were in a 3-2 versus uh, State College. And then we were in 3-2s versus Knox. The, the, the second seed from the Pittsburgh region, District 7. So we know what it is to grind. And we fight back. Uh, Alana goes to a third set. Now, all I can tell her at that point, because her IQ is so much higher than probably most tennis pros, even in this area, all I can do is kind of bring her back and keep her focused and, and, and just make sure her mind frame is right. Uh, after dropping that second set, we don't talk about anything else going on courts. We just talk about, you know, staying within the moment, point by point, climb the mountain, don't look at the game, just that, and, and play your tennis. And you see the score, it's like, it starts going up and up and up, and it's getting closer to six, and, and it becomes reality. And, um, our girls are trying to be quiet to not let first doubles know that, you know, we've won it or whatever, but there's a certain point when people started screaming and it was already decided at three, one, where I remember Margaret Mahalik is on court with the first doubles and she looks up and she goes, are we done? Is it over? She goes, can we stop? (laughs) (laughs) And and I look at her and I go, no play. Cause I'm thinking they're seniors go enjoy the moment. And they just played loose and had some fun. Her and Dominica DeLeo as seniors. I thought, enjoy it and have your parents enjoy the moment. We've clinched it. We'll be waiting for you at the end and we'll celebrate. I've been following the SEM tennis team uh, Instagram account and it's been great. There's like selfies after every big win. You get the sense that the team really liked each other's company, that they were actually friends what was the celebration like among them? And, you know, what, what sort of relationship do you think they had? It was odd because we had already decided it at three, one, and there's, you know, different tennis etiquette and we hadn't been there before and we didn't know what it was exactly like to act. So we kind of were respectful. We didn't want to, you know, carry on while the fifth match was going on. Um, I know the Swickley coach, he wanted his, uh, his seniors to finish out too. So we both agreed, let's have the girls, you know, play, you know, for the sake of both sides, parents, but our girls, when it happened and our parents, you know, when Alana clinches it, they're like, we just won States. We just won States. And it's like, wow, we, we did. And so you go downstairs and, um, I mean, I think you've seen probably with many different, you know, college basketball celebrations during the, you know, NCAA tournament when they open the door or the coach walks in or the, the starting five walk in and they just mob them and they're screaming like at the bottom of that tunnel, wherever they're at. Well, that was the same thing. Ella's there, Victoria's there, Maria Nolte, Victoria, uh, Small Lewis, and, and they're all, and, and Bridget Dowd, who, who uh, traveled with the team, she didn't get to play. But she's our co-captain, and she's there supporting, her parents supporting. Everybody just wanted to enjoy each other's company. And two outs won that state championship. We didn't even know any better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We didn't know any better. So it was fun. Uh, High-fiving. 
they're hugging each other. I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> Bridget, like you said, she was a senior co-captain. That's like a sacrifice that she made in, you know, betterment of the team that she didn't play in that final. You know, just what does that say about the chemistry and, and kind of the, the fact that these girls were all playing for something bigger than themselves? Definitely. She um, she did. She knew early that she wasn't going to be starting in, in the state tournament. Uh, should somebody get injured, she would be going in there. But she still came to practices. She still supported the team. She still stayed on top of things. She traveled with us. I'm, I'm also going to mention, you know, two other players. We got Samantha Casey, as well as Ama uh, Reitzma. Uh, Lexi Tereyev was with the team as well. Especially Sam and Bridget. They fill in during a season. And if we don't have them, I don't know if we're as successful either. Because Sam Casey played one doubles for a little. Bridget not only played second doubles, but one match uh, stepped up and played at three and actually won her match 6-0, So even when we were doing the medals and, and talking, I even, I just reminded her of that. And she even goes, you know, you're right. I remember, like, I even remember playing three. That's their gold. That's all of their gold. They earned that. They earned that. You know, they're not just place setters there. Those girls earned that. And I'm very proud of them. And Ama Reitzma last year played a first doubles match. Um, this year, Sam Casey comes off of JV and gets starting time at one doubles playing with Dominica DeLeo while we're forming our lineup. Uh, Bridget was huge in, in putting us in position almost last year to win against Riverside. These girls, it's not even just this year, as you can see. This has been a two-year process, and everybody who had, you know, shared in these past two years, that's their gold. That's their gold. And it is your gold as well. Where are you keeping the state championship medal? Um, I'm waiting. I'm waiting uh, to, to decide where. I'm going to tell you this, Matt. I'm going to uh, – and, and just so you could get, you know, an understanding of me um, – I am very happy with the gold. I'm very happy with what we've accomplished, more so for the kids. I am very happy about that. That gold is a representation to me that for that one day, that one night, I guess I was the best coach in AA in Pennsylvania, which is, is incredible. They can't take that away. But, you know, I even told my wife today, and, and I have my little one-year-old, Caroline, and I said, you know, you are, you know, my trophies of life because you can have gold, but I'm telling you the truth, Matt, I'm so thankful to have the support and uh, the blessing of, of my, my little girl, Caroline. So that, that is where that is. And um, we'll put that gold in a special place, but I'm, I'm very fortunate to be in this position to have what I have. And I am also blessed to be here with SEM, the SEM faculty. Um, the SEM athletic department, people like you who care about this school and just a very, very rich community in, um, in support and care. I, I, I love being a part of this and, and that's what that gold represents, but it is, it is only an object, but it's sweet and it comes from Hershey. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like that's a good place to end it there, coach. So <laughs> I just want to thank you for coming on the program to talk about it. Uh, and now you know, you can hold on to these memories forever. 
Absolutely. Matt, thanks for covering us. I want you also to know that the girls appreciate you and have appreciated you all season. So it's my pleasure. Thanks a lot. Always have time for you if you have time for us.